0: You're listening to the two dumb yinzers. Four.
1: You know, like, like I told Derpy, he's the second person in the day to ask me
2: if you need a hug.
1: Yes. <sighs> Which you know, I, I, I do, I do. Well, just by the look of me, I do. But no, I don't. Everyone, stay the f away from me.
2: I think nothing would be better for this show today is if Derpy would give Mike a, a a big virtual hug. That would be that would would make this show. Um, I think that would make this show pretty good today. Good morning, everybody. Welcome, welcome back to the Two Dom Yenders. This is episode two hundred and eighty six. Two hundred and eighty six, fellas. A uh, little bit going on here before we got on the air today. Mike, Mike is uh, well, you know um penguins didn't didn't you know work out for us and you know and I thought last night after the, the islanders game I thought you know Mike's gonna be in a mood tomorrow so as I was getting on and I was uh getting ready this morning Derpy says I think Mike needs a hug and I'm assuming I'm assuming that's what he's talking about I don't know but um Derpy I, I think so I think you're right I think Mike could use a big hug man if you wanted to just give him a virtual big big hug today that would that would be great man
1: uh, like, um, I, I have my hand hovering over the end button. <laughs> okay. No, I'm just kicking people out the party. I'm just nuking the show from
2: orbit today. You can blow them blow a kiss. And the thing about it now, Derpy has this this, uh, in this image on the screen here, as you can see. Derpy, <laughs> Derpy, talk. Would you talk, say something? The pen's done pens. See, I like that. Look at that. That mouth moves on That little dog. So you could literally give Mike a big hug or, you know. Bow wow. Um,
1: You two are killing
2: um, me today. (laughs) Emotional damage. We, of course, are talking about the Pittsburgh Penguins. They lost. they, They got eliminated. They got eliminated from the playoffs. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. I think that we can say that now. Now that it's all said and done. The Pittsburgh Penguins, they, they got knocked out last night. They didn't play. However, the Islanders of New York and the Canadians of Montreal did play. And the deal was, if the Canadians won, the Penguins they didn't have another chance. They would play tonight against Columbus, which they still do, but there is no chance to get in the playoffs. They've been knocked no. out. So what happened was the Islanders win, which meant last night, at roughly 9.30, the penguin season ended. They didn't get a chance to take on the, um, the, the, the Blue Jackets for that spot. It was already taken care of for them. And it was, you know, nobody else's fault but their own. They get this Blackhawks team through nights ago, worst team in the league. All you got to do is beat these guys in, in your good shape. They couldn't get it done. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, but you know what? 17 year run is is, is is you know as good as any it's better than every you know as a matter yes. of fact if you look at all the active streaks and the going into the playoffs uh, this is nothing to be ashamed of nothing to hang your head about because again if you went 17 times in a row not many people through the history of sports can even say that so it, it was pretty amazing run and as I said I think that um, we, we, we should reflect and say you know what let's appreciate with this group of guys this core group of guys was able to do Over those 17 years, they brought three Stanley Cups. Um, They went to a fourth Stanley Cup and a bunch of other amazing, amazing accomplishments. There's really, you know, there's not enough time in a day to to even research and find everything that they did. Because if you go and you look at what they've done individually, the statistics, the numbers, you know, these these three guys, you're going to be there for a week just trying to pull up the information. Mm-hmm. you you really got to give it to this yeah. team you know and and uh, you know it sucks at the end of the day because your team isn't in there to watch but you know what nobody could say that they got to watch their team in the playoffs as many consecutive years as we did and and that you know that, that's a good feeling as well um yeah, your, yeah. So, you know, i'm
1: sorry not to cut you off but yeah. 17 you know 16 17 years three Stanley Cup championships, uh, what, one other Cup final appearance where they could have had a fourth against, you know, that that tough Devils team, or, ours, excuse me, the tough um, Red Wings team. Uh, how many other years were they com- were competitive to where, okay, they, you know, they were a threat to win it all. Yeah, they had a, a remarkable, remarkable
2: run. Absolutely. It's a run like no other. <laughs> Again, you know, people would be very... Uh, pe- you know, people from other cities, Mike Derby would be just thrilled to have this honor and to be able to say that. And then at the end of 17 seasons would be totally happy with that. Again, we just became so accustomed to this team getting in. I didn't think even all the way down to the end, I didn't think to myself that this team was not going to make the playoffs. I really thought they were going to pull it off. I thought that after it came down to that last situation, I thought beating the Blackhawks was step one. I thought that they was going get, to get the job done against the Blackhawks, and then things were going to work and we were going to beat the, uh, the the Blue Jackets and we would be playing here in, in the next week. But that's not the case. I was really, you know, and, and and there's not much that supports otherwise. Even, you know, if things aren't going that great, this team has always found a way to get it done, especially with these three, group, these three guys leading the way I, I, until, like I said, two days ago to last night, to last night, Mm -hmm. I deep inside, I thought that the Pittsburgh penguin team would be in the playoffs. So I'm not disappointed again. I mean, it's, it's just a chance to, to look back and reflect and say, you know what, how cool is that? You know, we, we got to enjoy something that not many people ever have or is going to enjoy. So, you know, as I said, I, I take this as an opportunity to reflect and really appreciate what had happened over these past, uh, you know, almost, almost two decades, And um, you know, I mean, these are Tom Brady kind of, kind of numbers and shit. And uh, so, I mean, as I said, you, you, it stinks because we don't have anybody to watch starting next week. And and mm-hmm. you know, and some people may say, you know what, I, I wouldn't have want to watch this team anyway. Which I, I get yeah, that as well. BS. I, mean, I want to watch my team right, in the playoffs. Exactly. Whether, <laughs>
1: whether we're going to win or not, I want to see them. In the
2: playoffs, that's how I feel too. I I I want you know, I mean that's your team. You want to watch them play and you want to root for them, and you want to get pissed off, and you want to, you know, the whole thing. But as I said, you know, I think that this is time that, that people could really appreciate what what we just had, you know what? We we probably won't see this again in, in any of our sports for a long time, if ever. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah, go ahead, man. No, I was just just thinking,
1: I was just agreeing with you, like like you said, what how we're spoiled
2: here in Pittsburgh. We're spoiled. We like, and I like it. You know what I mean. I, yeah. I would rather be spoiled than than be one of these cities that just have nothing.
1: You know what I mean. Yeah, but I, but it kind of makes us ungrateful. I, yes, I'm seeing a lot right. of people like complaining, even throwing Gino and Crosby under the bus for this thing. It's like, come on now, right? You know, even if they're not scoring, they're doing the things they need to do to help you win. And I'm sorry, expecting them to be the ones to carry you at their advanced age. Get out of here. Yeah. Yes, they are great players. If this was like five, six, seven years ago. Yeah, they they should have been the ones carrying them on their backs. They did what they could do at their advanced, at their right. advanced age. But you know what I mean? At their age, how many years in the league, they were healthy. But come on, they can only do so much now. Like the skills, they're not the dominant players they once were, they're still dominant, but they aren't what they once were. So right. to put it all on them, it, it's, I'm sorry, it's to me, that's just BS, but you know, you know, we were, we're spoiled. So it, it, this kind of stings more.
2: There's 30 other teams that would love to have this problem. Have this
1: problem yeah. But you know, I, I just, if they can have a good off season, get a GM in here, who knows what he's doing and just turn the arrow up. The arrow's going down right now. Just just a slight uptick is all this team needs. Yeah. You know, if they can come back in and play the way they did, and it's kind of showing that okay, you figure Crosby has been even this year, the year before, he's still putting up numbers. If Gino can be healthy again, okay, he's gonna we he's showing he can put those numbers up again. We just need a couple little pieces here and there. If we're able to keep Zucker, somehow find a way to keep him. You already have Rackle, you will have um Gensel. Okay. Just work on the goaltending and def- and defense and a couple bottom six. That this team could guess what the run could start anew next year, and that's exciting. Uh, you know, for once, I'm going to be a positive fan. It's usually not my nature. I usually look for the negative, but I'm going to find the positive. Like, it's not going to take much to turn this team around. They just have to find someone who knows what they're doing, and hopefully, this ownership group will take the time, do the due diligence, and get a GM. Who is willing to do what it takes to get this team to where they need to be? Realizing, hey, the window may be, have been a little bit close this year, but you get get some goaltending. Guess what? That 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 window's going to open. Get some defensemen. Get that bottom six up. That window is going to open more and more. It seems like it slams shut, but I, there's still some gap in there. That window is not closed. You get a couple key couple pieces here and there. This team could could rebound and you have a nice little playoff run.
2: You know, my perspective on things have has changed briefly. just recently, since Omar Khan and Weidel had done what they did with the Steelers, because mm-hmm. we, you know, I mean, being a Steeler fan, you, you've kind of just become accustomed to the way that we handle things when it comes time for the free agency, <laughs> the draft. You know what they what they did, Mike they really showed me that you you can really be proactive and you can really make a change. And,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, and, and instead of, I, it, and one of the things that I really the, the disturbs me in a way is when there's a team in a bad situation and, and it's obvious to a million fans and, and, um, and the coach gets up there and says, you know, well, th- this is who we are. So what you're, you're, you're okay with stinking. You're, you're, you're okay. Yeah. So, I think that this could be fixed, and I think, like I said, if anything, it could be a lesson taught from the Steelers to the Penguins because, again, we were, I, I was under the impression there was only so much you could do. Well, mm-hmm. geez, oh, man, the guy, this guy Omar Khan came in and, and he just, you know, turned the system upside down. And he basically built a whole new t- – I, I, I think that this can get fixed, and as you said, it, it's, you know, probably just a few tweaks here and a few tweaks there, but their hands should not be tied. There should be a way – for this organization the pittsburgh penguins to 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 rebound to start building this backup and and to do what they need to do to put the right mm-hmm. people in the right places to, to win hockey games and get them back on the right track i you know i i, I I'm, I'm really against this this well it's who we are it's, it's bullshit mm-hmm. you know and so so you're like i said you're so you're you're totally fine with sucking that's who you are i mean that should never be the case you should always always have some kind of a game plan. If this is your job, if this is your position, if this is what you get paid uh, ample money to do, to be a GM, you know, th- this is what separates the men from the boys. And that's one thing that I learned, Mike, from this Omar Khan. And, I, and I'm going to pay attention to the Penguins here moving forward, because again, it you know, they're, they're not that far off. It's not that they're this terrible team. They're not the bottom dwellers. They're not the, that's not the case. If this is going to come down to the GM and people in the office sitting down, coming up with a game plan and, and being able to put a competitive team out on that ice, um, uh, opposed to, to what just happened. And yeah. I, so, like I said, I, I just think that I, I learned a lot. And I think, you know, Pittsburgh fans, I mean, you've always seen other teams being proactive and really moving around. But a lot of times it doesn't work. We have good we have good foundation as Pittsburgh sports teams. Yeah. So if you start building off of that and working around it, and, and like I said, look at, look at, look at, look at what Omar Khan, and I hate to keep saying it, but look at what Omar Khan did with this Steeler team that was pretty rough last year. And I, I just say somehow, some way, whoever is going to make these calls within the Pigman organization, they need to make these calls. They need to make it happen. And um, you know what? We, and we, as I said, we just have to appreciate and, and, and accept the fact that we weren't going to go to the playoffs every single year for the rest of eternity. That's just not going to happen. It's unrealistic. As much yes, as we yes, hate- we
1: are. It's our birthright.
2: <laughs> All right. So I do, Mike. I, I see things getting better. As you said, it's not going to take a whole lot. I, I think maybe a few moves here, a few moves. They're getting, you know, getting younger legs in here, working on them bottom two, uh, bottom two lines. Um, may, maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, I mean, how much? Depending on, um. Uh, You know, I mean, how much do you, how much do you trust your goalie? You know, they, they they have this young guy. They have to go new goal. They have to get, they have to. And the thing is the guy, you know, you he has a nice future. He has amazing amount of wins for the amount of time he's been in the league, but you as a fan and as a coach and especially people that work in the offices, GMs and things like this, you should be able to see that, that this guy has issues. He has injury issues and you know he's inconsistent when he comes because he doesn't he's not always available as you said the best ability is availability and if you don't have availability you're you know you're coming in you're playing spot starts Mm -hmm. and you're not creating that that you, you know you're not getting in a rhythm and um you know the goalies i think that definitely needs to be taken care of as you said try to sign zucker um get these younger legs in the bottom two lines so i mean there are things that can be done and as i said as you know hundred thousand people sit around and, and and come up with these solutions online as we, as we are <laughs> people that make a lot of money, I hope would be able to do the same and be able to, um, you know, to, to fix this team and turn it in the right direction. And I yeah. think that's going to happen, Mike. So,
1: so do I. I, it's just the, the salary cap issues that we have on this team or some of these contracts, we, it's going to be a struggle, but my God, the, the the top three aren't taking up a lot of cap space. Yeah. So that you have to find a way to make it work. And I'm you hoping, I'm hoping you get a G. Who's a big who is it?
2: Oh. Oh God. You know, it it, it, hurts, I, it, it hurts. hurts
1: to say. Crosby's not going anywhere. None of them can go anywhere, but if one of them would like take a move, I maybe like Latang. I could see him maybe like okaying a trade to Montreal to go yeah. back home um to end his career there. Cause that was like one of the rumors like he might like if he didn't resign here he's gonna resign with the Canadians. So I, I think like he would be the one one to move now. Like after like one of the failed playoff runs it would have been Gino because he was still like peak of his powers. He would have been the one to move then. Now I think it might be Latang if he wants to go like hey you know we if we can work a trade out do you want to go home like your last couple of years played for Montreal he, you know, he has a no-movement clause, so he would have to okay it, but if I would move, have to move one, I don't want to move any of them, but it would be uh, Latang because I think you can get the most return for him now. Yeah. and I, like, I, We yeah. need legs. We need speed. But things are, he he still has speed. He still is, like, he takes up a lot of good minutes on that on the defense. Good positive minutes, but I I, I think maybe Latang Because, like, Gino, you can still get for him, but now, okay, you're your your top six was is what carried the team, uh, I would say Latang. Three years ago, I would have said Malkin. Yeah. So it, it's weird how you know that the times change where we just need youth. Play, they need youth, a lot of youth. But you have to have a coach who's going to trust the youth. And Sully doesn't want to trust the youth. So hopefully, you know, he's going to be you know be told like, look, if you still want to coach here, we're going to get you young players, and you have to play them. And no if ands or buts about them. You know, this is who you have, That's this is playing. Him. Because he still wants to play a speed game and to do that. You ha- Like Derpy said, you need youth. You need young legs.
2: Absolutely. Um, so do you still need that hug or what, man? No, I was good. I wasn't – it wasn't the Penguins that got me. Derpy said, H-U-G, get them from me.
1: He's nope, e. nope, nope, nope. I don't want a hug from either of you two. Y'all just keep your distance from me.
2: How about a star? Hey, do you want a star do You want a no
1: no uh uh-uh. smiley face if i like right now okay I, I flipped over to finish the thumbnail and if it is what i think it is what you guys are doing over here i am ending the stream okay there's no i was waiting to see like hearts and stuff popping up on my
2: screen oh not yet <clears throat> we're working on that uh but the penguins do <laughs> they are back in action tonight um oh wow there you go look, look at night <laughs> uh they're oh, back going, how, do, how I do i get, get this off?
1: off how do i get this off
2: i'll oh, see now now you're stuck with it you could have a dumb heart on your thing the rest of the day
1: i, I don't know how to change that i don't Derby know how to get that, that, that.
2: Yeah. derpy sent that team from ohio state with love
1: yeah. no i put that on there for me i will hit and stream by mistake
2: <laughs> derpy couldn't he he, he was going to send the turd one over as the penn state uh present in the heart for the Ohio State. Yes.
1: I, hate both. I hate both of you right now. <laughs> just going to throw that
2: out there. But as, as as I was saying, the Pittsburgh Penguins, they, this life still does go on, at least for one more night. The Penguins are at Columbus tonight to finish it off with their season finale with the Blue Jackets. Uh, Blue Jackets are 24, 47, and 9. The Penguins are 40, 31, and 10. I'm convinced that the Penguins are probably going to go and, and just uh, uh, annihilate the blue jackets just because it doesn't mean anything and it's just a very pittsburgh thing that to, to, to happen. i can see the penguins going over and winning this game seven to one something like that i you know i'll, um, I'll be okay with that just go
1: out there and humiliate, take all your frustrations out on columbus
2: yeah
1: go out there and have, have fun for one, one last game just have fun so oh god i can't stand i i, I finally brought it up on youtube and then there's a derpy what about a little dog! I like it.
2: Could you change the yeah. dog's clothes? Can you put like a Steeler hoodie on him or something? No. No. Can you pick your nose? Pick. Can you pick your nose?
0: I think I have to have the camera on.
2: Oh, okay. I I don't think the body moves.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't think it, I don't think it does. Just it's the just mouth. Even. Just the mouth and the eyes. I think the eyes automatically just move I periodically.
2: All you see. Uh, Pittsburgh Pirates, it was not a happy day in Pittsburgh. I can tell you that yesterday was not a happy day. The, the, uh, the, the Penguins, they get eliminated from the playoffs. The Pirates, they played the rubber the rubber match game with the Astros. It didn't go well. Rich Hill was on the mound, which I, I just, you know, at first I thought I was the only one. And I thought, you know what, why why am I the only one that sees that this guy's terrible? I mean, he's obviously too old to be pitching in the majors. Uh, he comes out yesterday. He didn't throw a bad game. However, we lost seven to nothing. Which you would think that he threw a bad game, but he pitched six innings, five hits, two earned runs, two ball, two walks. I'm sorry, and no strikeouts. Not a good game by any means, but uh, I think as that's long that's reasonable, you, it is reasonable uh, as long as you have this guy in, in the in the rotation. I think this is going to be your Achilles heel all year. Every start that so he the had, pen
0: lost you the game, huh?
2: What's up? The bullpen. The pen, just loses the the pen game. lost you the game. Yeah, And it was really, you know, with the exception of the one game that uh, we beat somebody 13-9, to nine. I can't think it was the White Sox or the Red Sox, but that was the only game that was actually won when he started. I, I don't think that he got the win for that just by the way the score bounced around, but th- this guy, it's almost it's almost like uh, inevitable doom when he pitches. You just kind of have this feeling, and, and there's been pitchers like that over the past. You just know when they pitch, they're not going to – he, he's over the hill, man. And, and you know, um, no pun intended, but 43 years old, you, you know, yes, your your veteran leadership is probably valued, but that's got to be about it. This guy, Mike Derpy, I, you know, if you're, if you, if, and here's the thing you're sitting at seven and five. Wait, like the man's 43 years old. Uh, you know, he's older than he's the, I don't pitching? know how old Derek Shelton is, but I mean, for crying out loud, he, he can't be that far off. I mean, 43 years old, this guy, that's crazy. And he's still pitching. He's still pitching. He's in a starting rotation. We're one game behind Milwaukee. Um, We're heading into this four game set with the St. Louis Cardinals, who it's a very winnable set. The Cardinals are coming in at five and seven. They had very little luck with um with the Brewers. So hopefully we could take advantage. We could take advantage of this uh this Cardinals team not playing good right now, and especially in a four game set, go over there, win some games. But this Rich Hill, this Rich Hill, he's gonna keep your just keep this in your mind because as I said, I, I just I, I can't I can't I, I can't understand what they're thinking. I would begin looking somewhere else if I was them. What do you think, Derp? Yeah.
0: He <laughs> should not be in irritation at that age. <laughs> no. Excellent, excellent analysis,
1: be- Derby. Yeah.
2: Um, I tell you he what, Mike, you shouldn't, shouldn't be in your starting rotation at all at that age. G- g- give give me a little bit of insight on that, Derpy. I just have to make a real quick adjustment with my light here. I'll be right back.
1: Come on, Derpy. Who who should what? they get? Who should so Rich Hill? keep them, cut them, or keep them, trade them. You don't you don't like him.
0: He's all right. It's just if you're gonna get Pete, you can't have like you can't have someone on there.
1: Yeah, but can it, will this team be able to find anyone better? Uh, that's the thing. That's that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't think they uh, they will be able to. Maybe. I just don't understand. How has they... some guys down there, Florida. Yeah, but who would they have to give up to get a quality? You know, to get a starter, there would be no one off I the major know. league roster. Do you maybe think
0: prospects?
1: Prospects. And maybe, well, if they maybe, give maybe a
0: key guy, maybe
1: key if guy they give a those... prospect, they better get it like someone who's going to be turned out to be like an ace of the staff.
2: You know what? Here's the thing I, yeah. I don't I don't think they need anything great. I don't think they you know, I don't think we're but, looking for an ace. Oh, why not, think,
1: but why not go for great?
2: Because yeah. I, I just don't think that that's what you're gonna get with with with, with replacing Rich Hill. But I if think... you
1: trade so trade for someone and get a better might, might well, as they well actually have a they home. have a
2: night. I mean, their pitching ain't bad. Uh, <laughs> Mitch Keller, the ace right now, he's pitched uh, in three games, seventeen and uh, two thirds of an inning. He has twenty three strikeouts, which is fourth in the in the MLB. He's only he's let up sixteen hits, seven earned runs. He has a three point five six with uh, a little over eleven Ks per nine innings, and he's one and zero. I mean, our pitchers aren't bad. Our starting pitchers aren't terrible. Again, I think the starting pitching is the the weaker part of mm-hmm. this team. However, you know, if you're going to start with Rich Hill, I, I you know, I, I I just, like I said, and as you guys were saying as well, it's going to be tough to go out and get that ace. And what what is this team going to be willing to give up? Because they finally do have pieces in place. So I think just going out and getting somebody that's, you know, under the century mark age-wise <laughs> would benefit these guys. I would just like might as well – I mean, the ball looks like a beach ball coming across the plate when he pitches.
1: Like, if you think this team's going to, you know, if you're going to be able to compete and you need better pitching, I have no problem. Trade prospects to get starting pitching. If that's what you, if that's what this team needs is starting pitching, tra- trade trade for it. Get better starting pitching. I, I would have, you know, to where you have Rich Hill, okay, we're going to move him to the bullpen, to where he doesn't have to start. He can be a long reliever if we need him. You know, or if he doesn't like that, guess what, buddy? This is what you are now. Okay, well, you might not be starting here. we you're gonna find something else. Yeah, just do something with them. And the thing and get, is they... <laughs> I'm all about getting better, get better, you
2: know. And he kind of found that same trap that a lot of players when they come to Pittsburgh, they, they become a liked guy, and people forget why they're here. Mm-hmm. And and people like Rich Hill, and they think he's a nice guy and they think he's good for the locker room, and, you know. I, I don't know. You kind of fell into that. I, I just wonder because, as I said, as you know, you you watch baseball over time, you find out there, there's always one starter in the rotation that you would least like to have in there in big game situations. And Rich yep. Hill is certainly that guy for us. We just have to figure out how to dance around that and make it work. If it's not going to work, we we got to do something. As I said uh it's a long time till the trade deadline where we're gonna actually start considering buying or selling things like that so what you know what do you do at this point in the season how long do you let this guy sure. fail before you you uh you even attempt to do anything you know what i mean i don't I know if that's to, a pirate thing or if that's just a baseball thing and, i think
1: it's like a it's a sports thing people hate to to make moves early yeah and i yeah i hate the hard point of it but that's why like jim rutherford to me that's why he was successful he had no problem going Oh hey, we suck. Guess what? We're fixing this stuff now. We're doing yeah. it early. We're not waiting until, you know, trade deadline. We're doing it now. Now, it's and it's I, so I hard to watch. Sh- I think more GM should should embrace that
2: philosophy because what? Why wait till you suck to change? It's so hard to watch, and you, you know you're watching, and you know, like I said, you know the owners know, and the coaches. I mean, because come on, if us fans out here are sitting here watching this guy throw beach balls. Over the plate and get knocked out of the park two three times a game, uh, you know it, it's just frustrating. And again, when they when he's not on the hill, I feel fine. You know, we we get the yeah. other guys out there, we get Contreras, we get, you know, a- anybody else, and you're fine. He's, just, you know, he's an exception as well because again, he's forty three years old. Forty three, come on, dude, you're not doing anybody any any good by by hanging on here. You know yeah. what I mean?
1: But you know, hey, this uh, our baseball contracts guaranteed. So if we they send them down they're still gonna have to pay him and you know this owner he's not gonna want to pay them.
2: i don't give a shit who they have to pay i i just think that he sucks <laughs> on the hill and they gotta he, figure sucks. something out he man. sucks
1: he sucks but hey this this is like this is what the pirates do man they're gonna cheap if they can save a penny somewhere they're gonna do it and this is what's gonna happen
2: you uh, know we're so stuck with it colin holderman colin holderman uh pirates reliever he leads the majors and holds and holds
1: here we go kind of
2: matches up with the name holderman
1: we got holds we got saves we got holds. You know, we, saves
2: we have know, an ace a, yeah Mid- we got she, we're playing some poker boys we got you know, like i said there, there's a few things here and there but again for the pittsburgh pirates we're in a pretty good spot there's these are you know problems that I, I hate to keep saying but these are problems that you would like to have i there could be yeah. a whole other list of problems that the pittsburgh pirates have that we could be complaining about and trying to figure out and and chasing our tails with but that's not the case the pirates are starting to come have good problems so
1: yeah.
2: um you know let, let's see how this plays out again they start a four game set with the reds the reds are three games out of first place or i'm sorry the the cardinals the red birds uh three games out of first place two games behind out behind the pirates uh this i think is going to be an interesting series guys i really do because again the cardinals are never a bad team I don't know what they have this year. They're just, you know, as, as a a franchise, you talk about the Penguins, you talk about the Lakers, you talk about the Yankees, you talk about the Steelers, you know, these teams are never bad for long. And when you get out on the field against them, you know, you, uh, you always see a different team, no matter what the record is, because they're consistent. And um, it's going to be a good series. And guess what? There's four games and we get pitchers three, four, five, and one, which means no Rich Hill. And that's a good thing. So Maybe these four outings against the Cardinals could be successful, and then we'll start up against the next team with the Rich Hill and take the L and start over from there.
1: More more Rich Hill, the better. I'm all about <laughs> – give me some Rich Hill, baby.
2: <laughs> um, this weekend, right. guys, Pitt's got the blue-gold game down at the Accra Stadium at 1 o'clock on Saturday. Following the game, if you're going to go down to the stadium, if you like Pitt, you're a fan of the Panthers – After the game, there's going to be post-game autographs. uh, Uh Uh Uh-oh. When the game is over, line up at the staircase at Section 115, Section 115 staircase after the game at Actorshire Stadium, and they will be signing autographs, and there will be posters available as well for you to um, get autographs signed on. Hmm. I like it. I, I do, too. There's, there's a lot of football things coming up, especially this weekend. I'm super excited, guys. I got, we're going to go over. I got the uh, some USFL information here regarding our um, maulers. We got some Steeler talk. Obviously, the draft is only two weeks, two weeks away. It tells Mike starts to itch. That's, that's i
1: i I'm, I'm getting itchy i'm reading more and more about the draft i am getting more and more mock Now was when you're
2: supposed to talk about the draft yeah i know
1: but i i, I can't I, wait these
2: I, people that were doing mock drafts in february for crying out loud i mean you don't even know what teams are going to want this guy this guy right <laughs> you know, man. you have free agency you have no idea what you're going to need by the time the draft comes around you don't you know our whole situation changed dramatically drastically because know. Uh, you know what i mean who who yeah. would have thought that, that we would be sitting this nice going into the draft and now we have options now we could uh look around and see how we want to handle the draft opposed to before we need we need we need mm-hmm. we need you know what we went in and we filled a lot of those needs and if yeah. not at a starting uh capacity as a as a as depth so yeah. that makes things a lot easier what do you think well like Mike?
1: speaking of that i was uh it's just reading on the athletic um uh Mark Bolle and uh, one of the other sealer writers. am sorry, his name is forgetting. It's slipping my mind. But um, DeFabio, I think it, who it was. They were going. They had like fans submit their mock drafts, and they they broke it down by like okay, X amount of percentage wanted this player, that player, and they did it by by position, by by draft position, and by um, position where they were picked, frequency, the round, and one. Guy, and they kind of critiqued a couple of the drafts, and one was like bullies like if you told me this draft like two three months ago i would have loved it because it was beefing up the defensive line and the offensive line but he was like you know but free agency came like you said free agency came along and you kind of don't need to draft these players now because we beefed up the interior line we beefed up the defensive line so now you really don't have to get these guys all throughout the draft maybe one or two here or there so it's like you said man now now's the time to get heavy into the mock drafts,
2: yeah. Now's the time. You're two weeks out. I mean, I remember we were sitting at six weeks a month ago, and I said, "That was me. Myself, that was me." I couldn't. I couldn't said on wait. the show, "I said we're not. we you know." And I think we had a writer, or email come in. When are you going to start covering the draft? I'm thinking, cause it's it's November. You, we got <laughs> season's time. over.
1: It's time for the draft. <laughs> the minute we are eliminated, it is time for the draft.
2: But uh, I, like I said, it just seems wasteful to me. It's a, it's a lot of just pure pure speculation at that time and uh, empty once and empty, uh, I, I just, again, it's, it's hard for me to. at the Super Bowl, it's time. It's, it's time. hard to, to take that seriously that early. That's all I'm saying. because you're a hater. I am. I am. It's true. Um,
1: oh, it's damn true.
2: Though. One thing that I do want to say, yes, the Pitt Blue Gold game is Saturday, one o'clock at Sure Stadium. Get down there, check it out. Uh, one interesting tidbit I did find, I read about Pitt. I think Penn State might even fall in this category as well. <laughs> just bear with me. Hit uh, football. They won 20 games over the past two seasons. That ranks eight nationally. And uh, they've been consecutive top 25 for two seasons. We're talking just about over the past two seasons. Yeah. Top 25 of the past two seasons 2021 ACC champion and 2022 Sun Bull champion. Only nine teams achieved that if you put those all together in ways. Again, this is people digging up stats. Yeah. You know, and, um, So good for them. Follow this team. Get out there, support your team. Uh, Of course, some, you know, we had some guys graduate. We have some guys going to the NFL, but this team is still strong. There's a strong defense. There's a strong um, uh, core to that defense, the defensive linemen, the linebackers. And of course, MJ Devonshire in the uh, defensive backfield. It's going to be a good team with Pitt. It always comes down to the quarterback with me. You know, we got a couple of guys.
1: Djorkovic.
2: Djurkovich, it seems like they're going to go with him. I, I don't know. I, I got to see these guys play, but we just never We never get that. Uh, I don't know. But you,
1: you never have that guy. But, hey, 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 hey. I, like, I'm going to say something that's going to sound like I'm being mean, taking a shot, but I'm not. Just remember, like those first four years that Kenny was here, everyone thought we need to get someone, we need to get someone. Then that last year, he had that magical year finally click for him be patient with the quarterbacks you yeah. have, unless you know you have someone who's going to come and that, in and, and that's and the right away be a star you have sometimes you have to be patient with these guys
2: and that's the thing with pitt i mean that's that's always been the case we never do get that top guy the guy uh, the guy that that you mentioned uh kp8 he came and he, and he got better every year he improved he proved that he could do that he matter of fact did it so well he became a, a heisman candidate so I agree with you, Mike. And there's, you know, this is a school that is never going to get that, that top guy out of high school. I, I understand that. It's just, you know, it's the way that it is. And it's something that we are definitely used to uh, probably all the way back to Dan Marino. So, um, you know, whether Jerkovic works out, whether he does it, I will be curious. And I I can't wait to see how things go this weekend and see, um, you know, how some of the process, the progress of some of these players is coming along, but I'm excited, man, whatever, whatever level you want to talk about football and I'm ready for it. I'm ready for pros. I'm ready for college. I'm ready for high school. Yes. I'm ready for arena, whatever you got. I am ready for it, man.
1: I like Speaking of college, like I can't, I can't wait to watch. Um, Drew Alar, Drew Allard, I always mispronounce his name up yeah. in Penn state to see what he can do. Cause we, we were all calling to get him in there instead of Sean Clifford. I, I just can't wait to see what he I've can do. I've seen him play. you seen him play.
0: Yeah. He's, he's mentor.
1: Right. Uh, he's I don't know He's legit. He's good, though. He's good. He's, he's legit? Yeah. Hey, yeah, I can't wait to see him play. I hope he lives up to the hype.
2: I'm still trying to use the Derpy being a, a cartoon dog.
1: I know. It's kind of throwing the vibe eyes off. Yeah. It's throwing the vibe off here, okay? <laughs> a dirty, a Derpy's oh, avatar wow. might be the best-looking thing on the screen right now, so I can't have that. Normally, it's me. Yeah. This, now I'm being upstaged hey. by a cartoon dog. i'm in space i i used to be i have the in space thing i actually actually i have i have i have the white house background too all
2: right the the, the show is about to
1: go off the rails i'm about to start changing my background (laughs) (laughs) all right so of course a lot of people
2: know that the uh the defensive uh the cornerback is a big thing for us we went out and we got pat pete the uh, vikings which i i think is nice i mean patrick peterson is still at his age is considered one of the you know better corners at his age so you know that wasn't a bad thing but it's no secret that we are still out here looking for cornerback mike let me give you the last six cornerbacks drafted by the steelers and let's take a look at how we um you know we, we draft and and uh mold these cornerbacks in the pros i like keep Derby's the cow. A cow
1: keep the cow i like the hoodie
2: The last six cornerbacks that we drafted, Mike. 2019, Joshua Lane. Joshua Lane. 2017, Cam Sutton. Good pick. 2016, Artie Burns. Good year. One good year. 2016, Sean Davis.
1: Eh, He was a safety. He had a
2: decent year. 2015, Sanquez Goldson. Hurt all the time. In 2015, Doran Grant.
1: Oh, he never saw the field.
2: <laughs> so, you know, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, we're we're generally usually a su- semi-successful team to say the least. So, getting high cornerbacks has never been a priority. Yeah, but that is the last six cornerbacks that we drafted, Mike. Um, only
1: only one was in the first round.
2: Yeah. Yes.
1: I already was in the first round he had a he had a he had pretty good rookie campaign all right i but then he his play fell off um a lot of that you know what happened off the field he had it next you know he was a nfl rookie next thing you know he's having to take care of his brothers and sisters right uh, um whatever happened after that uh, hey i'm happy he's still in the league you know good good for you are um Said so Coons Goldston, that was a Kevin Colbert special. He thought he was going to be something great, um, but he was always hurt. Uh, Grant, I don't think he ever saw the field. Um, Sean Davis, he was in that rookie class. He was a safety along with Artie Burns. Um, he had a he had a good rookie year. That second year, hey, let's line him up one on one against Gronk. Brilliant strategy. No wonder he 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 washed out of the league. He shot his confidence. So. And Cam Sutton, he was a slow work in progress and finally developed into what he is now. So right now, recent history, not that great. But let's take this back a little bit further. If you, do you mind if I go back a little further? No, please. Um, don't forget about big play Willie Gay, Brian McFadden, Deshae Townsend, Ike Taylor, uh, Keenan Lewis, who when he... It, you know, we couldn't keep him in free agency. He went down to uh, the Saints and was a star cornerback. So we, it's, it's. How about it's, that? It's uh, a, I like that background. So it's a hit or miss bag with the team. It, it seems to be about 50, 50, drafting defensive backs. And in the draft, 50, 50 is what you get. Uh, yeah. It's, it's not always on coaching to develop players. If you have talent, I I have a feeling our coaching staff will get something out of you. And if you have talent and we weren't able to get something out of you, you'd be able to go somewhere else and that talent would come out. And, right. and these guys that have left here, Golston, um, Grant they they never developed, you know, Brian McFadden, when we first had him, he was seen as kind of a bust, but he went to uh, the Cardinals developed himself into a better player than he was here. Then came back and he continued to grow. So, you know, it's, it's a mis- mixed bag. You know, I don't think it's all on this coaching staff. It's, you know, it could be on the, on the, the scouting department too. We over, we thought, you know, something was there and it wasn't. So I have no problem with the Steelers taking a cornerback. I, I think it's stupid to go, Oh, we don't, we never developed them. So why are we going to handicap ourselves going into a draft? And we're not going to take a, you know, a high rated prospect that people think is can't miss just because we had some bad luck. Yeah. That, that would be stupid that's like saying oh you know we, we've we had bad luck now s- drafting safeties from we haven't drafted a good one since paul amal or great one since paul amal and we only had sean davis and um edmonds and they didn't turn into all-star all all world players so we'd never draft in a safety again i mean it's kind of stupid
2: uh, as of right now <laughs> the cornerbacks on this team are levi wallace patrick peterson akella witherspoon arthur millette and james pierre
1: Yeah, we need
2: help. Yeah. So let's say we add one of these big names that that Mm -hmm. everyone keeps talking about, these corners. That name, Levi Wallace, Patrick Peterson, Witherspoon, Arthur Millette, James Pierre. Uh, You know, I mean, are are we going to be this one guy that we do draft? And we're going to draft a corner. There's no Mm -hmm. doubt about it. How much does that improve, especially if he is a plug and play, especially if he is, you know, one of these top three corners that, that I keep hearing mm-hmm. these names over and over and over. Does, you know, does it drastically improve our our passing defense, Mike, or, you know, is, is this going to yeah. be something that, um, what do you think?
1: I, I think it does. I think there's more than three that would be able to go right, right and play. Uh, you know, Gonzalez, I think he's, just a step below Sauce Gardner, I think he's going to be a a, a star, like a superstar in the yeah. league. Um, God, I, I it's escaping me. Out of um, Illinois, um, Witherspoon. Yeah, yeah, I think he's going to be a plug and play. Jerry Porter Jr. I think is going to be a plug and play. Uh, Deontay Banks out of Maryland, I think he's going to be able to be a plug yeah. and play. Uh, look at it like I'm um, Cam Smith out of South Carolina. I think he's a sneaky pick. I think he's going to be taken in the second round. Wouldn't surprise me. Maybe if he slips to the early third, I think he will be another player that can go boom, plug in and play. I, I think there's, and there's guys later in the draft, you bring them along slow by the end of the year. They're, they're your starter. You know, Cause right now Levi Wallace, Patrick Peterson are, are locked on starters from there. It's it's Akilah witherspoon. He's going to be fighting with the rookie to be that third corner. Right you know? Who's going to be the slot? You know, there's going to be spots there. I think it's going, to imp- I, it's going to improve that defense, improve that secondary, who, whoever we pick. if they, But I think they have to be picking in the top two, or the, one of the top three picks has to be a corner. And if they trade up, I, I would die if they traded up and were able to get Gonzalez at nine. I would die. You get a lockdown. I think he goes, boom, he starts day one across from Peterson.
2: Uh, We do this. We have the 17th pick. Of food. In fact, we don't trade it up with the Bears. We were sitting at 17, Mike. The last time we had a 17th pick, it was in 2013, and we selected Georgia linebacker Jarvis Jones. Yeah, Jarvis so Jones was the a, last time.
1: What's uh, oh, the draft? It was spinal stenosis. That, yeah, yeah. That, that ended Stone Cold Steve Austin's wrestling career where they protect people. We thought it would be okay to draft an outside linebacker with spinal stenosis where there's no protection.
2: Right. And Derpy also sent me over this uh, draft from twenty eighteen. Let's go through the twenty eighteen draft real quick, Mike, and let's get our let's let's get your take on the twenty eighteen draft. I sent
0: something else too that we may want to discuss.
2: So the first round pick in the twenty eighteen draft was Terrell Edmonds. Number two, James Washington. Three, Mason Rudolph. Three, uh, Okafor. First pick in the fifth, Marcus Allen. Second pick in the f- pick in the fifth, Jalen Samuels. Seventh pick, and their final pick was Joshua Fraser.
1: All right. So the first overall pick, we got a. He was a four-year starter. Yeah. Here in Pittsburgh, so it's more than most teams get out of their first-round pick. Um, Washington turned out to be a bust. We thought he was going to be a big-play guy. Uh, Mason, uh, famously, Kevin Colbert said we had a first-round grade on him. We loved him so much. Uh, we know how that turned out with Mason. Actually, his record really wasn't that bad here for a backup quarterback. He, he was what he was. Um, really wasn't given the chance to develop, but that's what happens when you're a third-round pick and you have a future Hall of Famer in front of you that was really not wasn't going anywhere. Uh, Chooks. Chooks turned out to be a starter. He turned himself into a starting offensive lineman the past couple years. So not bad. Uh, your first four picks, you end up with two starters. Okay, uh, Jalen Samuels still on the team, uh, special teams player. Marcus Allen still a special teams player. Not bad for a fourth round pick. And Frazier, I don't think he ever made the team, or if he did, he wasn't here long. So you had you have two starters and two special teams. What grade
2: do you give this draft, Mike? Mm, realistically,
1: realistically a B, because <laughs> you have you you had it you had two two starters. And two key special teams players. That's, that's a B for me.
2: I, You know, Marcus Allen never did it for me. But
1: I understand <laughs> that, yeah, but he, he's, he's and, what and he a, is what he is. And
2: as he went on over time, he proved me right. Um, I'm going to start at the bottom here. Joshua Fraser, as you said, I don't even think he made the what, team. What position he was, was he? He was a defensive lineman.
1: Yeah, I don't think he made the team.
2: It was very, very short period of time if he was. Uh, Jalen Samuels, I liked him. -hmm. He just never really, you know. I mean, you only see seen him a lot of times in preseason, and I I started to like him, but he kind of, I don't know, he kind of fell off. He never really made those. Why was I calling him Warren?
1: Why why did I keep calling him
2: Jalen Warren? You're a fucking nut.
1: I'm a nut, but, you know, Jalen Samuels, yeah, he played here for a little bit. He's yeah special team. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he uh, Marcus
2: Allen, again, not really. Uh, you know, Chuck Yokofor, uh, you you made a good point. He worked his way as a starter. Good for him. I mean, that's what you mm-hmm. want to see. You want to see that from your draft picks, especially mm-hmm. from three down. If they're not going to be starters, yeah. you want to see that progress being made. Uh, give that to him. Mason Rudolph, he is what he is. He was a backup. Again, He you mm-hmm. know, he was supposed to be something decent coming out of college. and Nobody... Uh, uh, you know what in that in that flat head that he got by um yeah know, fight. To... yeah so you know uh, he, he james won a, washington he
1: won us a couple
2: games uh, yeah you know uh, james washington he was another one you know whenever james washington and what's the guy what's the guy we have now that i uh, Deontay. Mm-hmm. when they were on the field i i just i felt no confidence in that in that yeah. core right there those two guys there was something about them they were they're were almost uh, yeah, they're almost too athletic or something that yeah. their hands i don't know they, they seem like, like they're a little bit too yeah. good for their hands or they're too yeah a- like you like know
1: washington like it was funny like when ben wasn't in there washington would make plays i don't think yeah. ben ever trusted i don't think he he had a good rapport with ben that's not like a knock on ben i just think Ben had a better relationship with the other receivers. there and trusted them more, and well, like and, and Terrell was. I mean, there, yeah, he, he was
2: a he was a starter. He was a safety. Yeah. That's what we went for with him. I don't know. I I I'd give it a C. I I don't That's think fair. this is. It, it was it was a fair. It was an average draft. I thought, in yeah. my opinion, nothing great. What do you say? D plus. C C plus. C plus. Yeah. So, you know.
1: Yeah. I like anything like, I'm thinking, you're getting two starters for you know i i take that a, a key special at least you know two two special teams players I'll, I'll take that backup quarterback who won you a couple games when he was in eh, it's what it is it was a, it was a b
2: all right also um let's see jarvis 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 jarvis, jarvis mike
1: I I I had high hopes for him, but I was like, also that 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 spinal stenosis, man. When I read that on his draft profile, uh, and everyone's like, "Yeah, that's what Stone Cold had." I'm like, Mm "Mm-hmm." Yeah, Um, an industry where they protect you, you can't keep going. It, but we're gonna get a pro football player with it.
0: I sent you something else, Ryan. Uh, what was it, derp? Well, it's it's a picture of a man.
1: Picture of a man.
0: Yes, from the Steelers.
2: A picture of a man that narrows it down.
0: Yeah, (laughs) the Godfather of the Steelers.
1: Who? Who is the Godfather of the Steelers, Derpy? Rooney. Which Rooney?
2: Oh,
0: the original. He pat. Yeah, was today the anniversary?
1: Oh, it was six years ago today. No way. Yeah. Of Dan Rooney. Yeah. He's hey, he, speaking of Rooney. You no, know, Art Rooney was the, the godfather. Rooney, Art Rooney. Yeah, Art yeah. Rooney was the godfather. He was dead. He's been dead for a while.
2: Speaking of the Rooney. But Dan the bro. You yeah, know Dan. I mean, Dan the son. Being around forever. Yeah. You guys want to try to figure something out? The Steelers and the Eagles both came in the league in 1933. But there were six teams. Six teams that were older than them. You guys want to try to guess who they were?
1: Uh, Chicago Bears.
2: Chicago Bears were the second-oldest team. They came in in 1919. That is correct.
1: Green Bay Packers.
2: The third-oldest team, and they came in in 1920.
1: Cleveland Browns. Incorrect. Ooh. Ooh. Um. The Giants, New York football
2: Giants. The New York football Giants, they come in at number four in 1925. So we found two, three, and four, which were the Bears, Packers, Giants. We're looking for one, five, and six. Oldest teams. Lions? The Lions are five with 1929. So we're looking for the first. Uh, The oldest team. Cowboys got to be on there. They are not older than the Steelers, the Cowboys. Wow. I'm looking for the no first and the sixth. Bears, Packers, Giants, Vikings. Lions. No. Bills. Mm-mm. I think once yeah. you, you hear this one, you're going to kick yourself because I think it's an obvious one. But the other one I, I just think is interesting. The uh, oldest. Uh,
1: don't. It's not the Bengals, not the Browns.
2: Two Bears, three Packers, four Giants, five Lions. Who is it? Yeah, the Colts. The Colts is not. Oh. One oldest, not one of the oldest eight teams. Uh, hmm. i give you a hint. Jets? <laughs> no.
1: No, that's just as I said it.
0: No. <laughs>
2: uh, one and six. We're looking for the, the, for the oldest team ever. Started in 1898, where the Bears, the second oldest team, started in 1919, which makes me wonder who the hell this first team was playing for 20 years. But uh, that's a conversation for another day. Washington? Washington is number six in 1932. So we have the oh, Bears wow. at two, Packers at three, Giants four, Lions five, Washington six, Eagles, Steelers tied at seven. I'm looking for the oldest team ever, a team that came in. The in- city? 1898. No,
1: 1898.
2: 1898. Eagles, Eagles. They, they play in the Confederacy. Houston.
1: No, not Houston. They want to be Eagles, right?
2: No. Patriots? are tied no. with the Steelers. They want to be the Patriots. 1933. The Steelers and Eagles.
1: Oh my God.
2: I'll give you another second because we are running, we're getting close here on time. Oh. In 1898, this team. The oldest team ever. Rams?
1: Mm -mm. I'm having a mental block. I'm going through the
2: Cardinals. Oh,
1: wow. That's right. They moved from east to west. They kept Mm, moving across the country.
2: Yes. The Cardinals in 1898, the Bears in 1919.
1: Because they were the Chicago Cardinals, weren't they?
2: They were. Number God three, the Packers in 1920. Number four, the Giants in 1925. Wow. Number five, the Lions in 1929. Like Number six, two. Washington in 1932. And again, tied at seven, are the Steelers and the Eagles at 1933. The oldest team is the Cardinals. Oldest was, team ever. They were
1: all up in that area, like Chicago, and everyone was clumped in that area. Yeah, I forgot about the Cardinals. They were started east and went west.
2: I'm going to lateral back one moment. I want to talk about a couple uh a few things with the USFL before we move on guys because we are getting uh close late on time here. The captains Mike, I do want to mention they did they released the captains for the um the Pittsburgh Maulers. The Pittsburgh Maulers now if you go on our site on our any of our social media sites, I did put up the 2023 fan theme nights which I think is really cool. Guys, I specifically I circled on my calendar for June 9th, June 10th, I'm sorry, week 9, June 10th is the Pittsburgh Maulers bobbleheads. The first 2000 fans <laughs> up at uh, Canton Arena, up at the stadium up there at the Hall of Fame, they get Maulers bobbleheads. I don't I can't under any circumstances see me not making it that to that game, especially if you're a collector and especially if you like bobbleheads. This will be a cool one to get to. Again, that is on uh, June 10th, but we do have the whole theme um, list on our, our social media pages. You can check that out. And then the uh, the we also have listed the captains of the team. Garrett Groshek and Braden Patton are the offensive captains for the Pittsburgh Maulers. The uh, defensive captains are Boogie Roberts and Bryce Bryce Tornadin are your defensive captains for the Pittsburgh Maulers. And finally, your special teams captains, guys, are Malcolm Elmore and Matt Mangle. These guys are the uh, the special team captains. We're going to start talking about this team a little bit more now that the season is on Sunday. we got to get familiar with these names. I'm going to be pulling some more out tomorrow. And we're going to let them. We're going to Boogie let
1: Boogie Roberts. Boogie Roberts, like, baby. Boogie Roberts looks like Boogie Roberts. Yes, he does. He looks how you think Boogie Roberts looks. Like Booger looks.
2: McFarlane. Yes. Yes. You know. Yes. I love it. Mike, why don't you tell everybody about the website?
1: Tudum dot yinzers.com the number two d-u-m-y-i-n-z-e-r-s and as ryan said yes if you click on there there is the link to the facebook link to the twitters the instas the youtube spotify it's everything you need for two at yinzers at two and if you click under the merchandise store it'll take you to our merchandise store over at spreadshop.com but yes Tudum dot yinzers.com
2: Everybody go check it out, www2 All kind of awesome stuff over there, as Mike said. And, you know, there you could also get an update on my paper cut. Yeah. I know everybody has been worried about it over the past 24 hours. I know that I certainly have. I am still fighting this paper cut, but I'll get, I'll get by, guys.
1: You, you fighting for your life?
2: I'm fighting for my life. Uh, Two-minute warning, guys, ready for a little trivia? Yes. All right, here we go. This is a Pittsburgh playoffs. A Pittsburgh playoffs trivia. Of course, everybody knows the Penguins got eliminated last night from the playoffs. So this, guys, is a Pittsburgh playoffs trivia. How confident are you with a Pittsburgh playoffs Uh, trivia, Mike?
1: I'm all right.
2: What about you, Derpy? Pittsburgh playoffs, 50-50. All right, so here we go. Question of the day. Pittsburgh playoffs. What was the last year that all three – Pro-Pittsburgh sports teams missed the playoffs. Of course, I'm talking Steelers, Penguins, Pirates. The question one more time, what was the last year that all three Pittsburgh sports teams missed the playoffs the same year? Think about that one for a second. Mm,
1: 1984?
2: 1984, is that true? It's
1: just the first date that popped into my head.
2: Yeah, and that's a good guess about you Derpy 1983
0: 1984
2: and 1983 1984 and 1983 it was what Mike and Derpy you're saying or that it was the last year that all three of the Pittsburgh teams did not make the playoffs in the same year again What was the last year all three pro teams missed the playoffs? Mike says 1984. Derpy says 1983. The answer, guys, is
1: 2003. Oh, no. Oh, crap.
2: 2003, yes. Talk
1: about a spoiled fan base. We thought we had to go back 40 years
2: to find something. Yeah. No, it was. (laughs) It was the year
0: just a bit off
2: on that one <laughs> we just, we just lost to tennessee the year prior in that over or in the game where dwayne washington runs into the kicker the flop the flop it was the following year the penguins weren't good yet they were still pretty bad they were working on those getting them high draft you know picks uh, and the pittsburgh pirates though. obviously were not in there and uh that guys was the last time that all three pittsburgh teams were not in the playoffs 20 years that ago. makes sense though absolutely man it, it's, it's wild i i would have went a lot deeper as well because and i was very surprised that it was only 20 years ago it was true. in your lifetime derpy i i when i initially uh, read yeah, the question i didn't right. think it would be in your lifetime uh, wow. I, oh, and i thought to myself i was like i
0: was like uh
2: <laughs> and i thought to myself derpy is not is not gonna be able to get it because
0: i was like seven
2: yeah i i thought that you're gonna say well i wasn't even born yet but you know what it was definitely in your lifetime there you have it, everybody, 2003. Uh, Derpy, what's the wise word for the day, my man? Well, the Pittsburgh top.
0: Steelers didn't cheat to win their Super Bowls. There you go. That's no, true. Our I like line
1: it. line was jacked up on droids in the 70s, Derpy. <laughs> Allegedly. You're right, you're right.
0: Allegedly. You're right? Allegedly.
1: Allegedly.
2: Allegedly. Allegedly. those are my wise words mike wise words before we go um hey we're
1: spoiled fans uh don't be boo-booing that the penguins lost things happen they'll be back
2: hey my word of the day is we're from pittsburgh we love our sports and uh as mike said you know what every once in a while we gotta have a down year so hey what the hell? Let's just enjoy and appreciate what happened. Pittsburgh Pirates, they start a four game set this evening against the Cardinals, root uh, on the Pirates against the Redbirds. Maybe this team here could be the last savior because if not, it'll be 20 years from the year exactly that all three Pittsburgh teams do not make the playoffs. If, if in fact, the Pirates do not make it in now, the whole, the whole, the, reputation of pittsburgh sports lies on the pirates so there you go guys keep oh, that in god. the back of your mind oh god we're screwed oh, god. Boys. <laughs>
1: we are screwed
2: <laughs> but hey everybody we do thank you for checking us out we appreciate each and every one of you we hope that you continue to do so for uh derpy mike ryan the two dumb yinders have yourself a great day we'll see you tomorrow bye-bye
0: <laughs> <laughs> no
2: no 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 <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs>